0: This is
1: The ma- 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 Messy Back End, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail. So we're here to help you save time, make money and succeed. And now your hosts of The Messy Back end, Sheila J. Davis
0: and Nate Tucker.
1: Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. I am Dana Ferrant, and I'm subbing in for Nate today. We have a wonderful show for you today. As Jeffrey Zelbin once said, don't worry about people stealing your design work worry about the day they stop.
0: Thank you so much, Dana. We are thrilled to have you stepping in. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Kat McLeod, who is the creator of the Stay at Home Mom Entrepreneur, the proven framework for creating a highly profitable business that you'll love working only two hours a day.
1: And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy back ends. Our expert will share their experience, expertise, and the tools they suggest to get it all cleaned up.
0: If you're an entrepreneur with a messy back end and you would like to submit your question or story, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking to send us your event details. We'd love to come visit you.
2: Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode and check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings.
0: If you, yep, yeah, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our expert's advice and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress
2: to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions this allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view but from the execution of the suggestions provided give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit the messy back end
0: One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. And it pays for itself many times over with high converting checkout pages, upsells, and affiliate campaigns. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart.
2: Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing.
0: Now on to our expert, Kat McLeod. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go.
2: So today we have a messy back in
1: question submitted by an anonymous listener. She says, I've started my business, but it seems that I may have missed that beautiful space where I love working. And I wonder how can I find that sweet spot?
0: So Kat, you are the pro at this. I mean, this is actually, I've changed my business seven times in like the last nine years. This isn't something that is just happening to one person.
1: Yes, this happens all of the time. Um, My first business, I felt the same way. I was making multiple six figures. I wasn't happy. I pivoted it. And I just want to let that reader know or that submitter know that this is so common. And I encourage all my clients to even think about the fact that you most likely will pivot your business in the next three to five, most definitely by 10 years as you grow and evolve. So this is not the worst case scenario and it's, there's actionable steps that can make your current business more pleasurable. So I'm going to assume that you're already in business, you have success and you're feeling like, wow, this isn't what I wanted. This isn't that joyful place where I feel so happy doing meaningful work and making abundant money. And the easiest way to pivot the business at this point is asking yourself, is there a part of my business that I enjoy the most? Do I enjoy any part of my business? And niching down further into that area. And I want to encourage you to release being fearful that you're going to lose clientele because I have found time and time again that you actually gain more clientele can raise your prices and have higher level of clients the further down you niche. So I've helped many, many women do this, and I've done this myself. I was terrified of my first business to niche down so narrowly, and I had so much more success after that. And that's how I know to find the subset of your current business that brings you the most pleasure, that you enjoy the most. And that's going to attract the people that know that you are their person. Now. If you are in business and being successful and you realize I don't like any part of my business cat. I do not like it at all. I do not want to do it. I am making money but I cannot stand it and I see all these other people enjoying their businesses like you. I want that. That's okay too. Take a deep breath because once you start a business and you have success, you've able to get clients, you can repeat that. Cuz business is repeatable. Just like Sheila just shared with us, she's pivoted her business several times in the last nine years, and it's okay. Business is repeatable. I mean, that's how I've been able to help my offline clients with their offline expertise come online. That's how I've done it myself. And you can pivot your business now, knowing that you know how to pick your right idea, reach your target audience make that offer that makes them want to pay you and makes them happy, solve that problem for them. And you can have success on your terms. And this time you're going to make sure that you choose what feels good for you from the start. Because now you already know the pain of getting success, but knowing that you missed the mark and doing something that you don't love. So this time around, you can make sure that you love your business, that it feels good for you, and that you're coming from a place of serving your clients that you enjoy.
0: You know what? That's so true. I think um, when you start your business, you think, I want to start this business that's this really big broad thing which is what i did i wanted to do this big broad thing and part of part of that is just not understanding business that you can't do this big broad thing and part of it is i want to help everyone in the whole world with with all of these things and then you realize okay well i really only wanted to help them with this one thing and it's okay to
1: do that it's more than okay i mean honestly that is how you will find the most business success and be in pleasure and enjoyment while doing it. I mean, so many of my clients come to me exactly what you're talking about. They wanna do everything and help everybody. And it that lands on deaf ears and it's so much harder to attract clients. When you really go specific, you know that you attract those clients. Who are like, oh, that's me. She's talking to me. And it's so much more pleasurable. Your clients appreciate you more and you attract more of your people and you get to do your own zone of genius. I love that Kat. I- I really agree with you. Every time people niche down, for myself too, you know, I've been through the same experiences and I wonder if you have maybe a a tip or two to help people kind of get over that hump of like, okay, I need to niche down again or for the first time that, that scary like leap into niching. Okay, I do. This is what I, this is the example I use for my clients because they do not want to niche down. They're very resistant. I bring up when you get a piece of mail in your, you know, an actual letter in the mail and it says, dear resident, no one reads that, right? However, if I got a piece of mail that said, dear Asian American female from ages 40 to 42 with one son, I'd be like, oh, that's me and open up the mail. So that's how I've been able to, (laughs) in the physical world with that example, help my clients understand that niching down is not going to eliminate the dear resident that falls on deaf ears. It's actually going to get the target audience that they enjoy the most working
0: with to go, oh, that's me. What's, what is this? I have never heard it explained that way. And I'm just going to have to like, I'm going to have to take that on because you are absolutely right. I've, I, it, in being in branding and marketing, the hardest thing for people to understand is that. I can't create a brand for you unless I know who I'm talking to. And they're like, oh, well, I'm talking to all business owners. No, you're not. And you don't want to work with all business owners either. You want to work with, like you said, female Asian mom with one, with one son who's making this much money, who's this age, and they have this niche that they work in. So I work with health coach coaches. So people who teach health coaches how to be a health coach. Mm -hmm. And so by going specific with that and, and knowing so much about that person then you're speaking directly to them i love that dear resident i'm totally going to use that i know i
1: i had to do that for a very tough case of mine she just did not want to niche down even though she had everyone around her before she hired me she did not want to niche she just felt like i wanted to help everybody and After I used that example that I just made up on the fly to really hone into her, I kid you not, she niched down. She reached out to a warm network. She got her first paying client the very next day. Within two weeks, she got two paying clients and she just signed her third paying client within three weeks of us beginning our work together. So that just came out of drilling it into somebody's head. And we all know it's totally the truth. When you try to land everybody, you really are that mail that says dear resident that no one pays attention to
3: and so the problem with that too is like i, I get a lot of people that, they'll complain they're like i've got really crappy clients or i've got this client that's just driving me insane or you know oh i can't wait to get rid of them well that's what you get when you cast a wide net like that you're gonna get all the garbage you know all the carp fish um <laughs> it reminds me of a quote uh, a story when um The CEO of Nike was replaced. Steve Jobs called him to like kind of congratulate him of being like, hey, you made it as a CEO in this Fortune 500 company. Um, He goes, Nike makes some of the best products in the world or like products that you lust after, products that work, products that are great. But you guys also make a lot of crap. (laughs) He's like, just get rid of the crappy stuff Uh. and focus on the good stuff. And Nike did. They kind of changed around 2006, 2007 and started really niching down into like, okay, we're going to make really great shoes. Not like, okay, let's make really great shoes and then a watch band that kind of sucks and a headband that kind of sucks. Like, no, just focus on the good things. And Nike's kind of even taken off since then.
1: Exactly. You want to be the go-to person in your particular niche. You want to be known for that specific thing that you love to do.
0: Well, and I think another thing that people need to remember is when you are niched down, you can be very specific with your message, but that does not mean you're only going to attract those people. I've worked with couponing people and realtors and um, you know, other digital marketers and like people that I never would have thought I worked with, but because my message is clear, you're, you will attract people outside of that as well. So don't feel like you're gonna go, well, I'm only gonna attract 100 people and then I'm gonna be out. No, you're gonna attract a lot of people in that, specifically like Nate said, people you love working with, as well as people outside of that as well, so. Sheila, that's absolutely correct. I actually
1: have my frameworks called stay-at-home mom entrepreneur. However, I attract a lot of moms that want to work at home or stay at home and be an entrepreneur with their kids. So I don't only attract stay-at-home moms, and I. but I do want to attract the audience that I most like working with, which is moms that want to be moms first and be entrepreneurs that create a lifestyle that they love, that they work 20 hours or less a week, and they get to be mom first and be there with their kids at all times. So. I I really encourage people to release the worry about being anxious about their niche not attracting the right people. Because like you said, you attract a better quality of person and people that more resonate with you that you love working with. I love working with my clients. And you attract people that just feel your message, feel your energy. And that's how I've had work with work corporate moms come to me to become work from home or stay at home mom
0: entrepreneurs. It's so true. This is so brilliant. I think so many entrepreneurs need to be listening to this. I Every single client I've ever worked with, this is something that we've talked about. So it's not something that one person has a problem with. I still have a problem with this. Once, But once you niche down, your your not only does your branding become more clear, but your messaging becomes more clear. You become more clear. When you're creating programs, they become more clear. When you're speaking to someone that you, you know, in your elevator, what do you do becomes more clear. Exactly. Um, Such an
1: inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's great.
0: Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much, Kat. And so if you, yep, you, oops, my timer, my messy back end is showing again. Ah, Apologize for that.
2: (laughs) People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them. Work with our podcast managers at the Messy backend, and then check out the platform we use for everything else, podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy.
0: Conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur.
2: Thank you to our advertisers, PodServe.fm, who can help you get your podcast hosted and published. Visit them at PodServe.fm slash messy and thank you to thrive cart the only shopping cart your business will ever need visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart
0: last but not least the biggest thank you to our team we couldn't do it without you to my co-host nate tucker and our production managers and crew you can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team not only that but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. Visit us at themessybackend.com team for details.
2: Woo, well, that's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts
1: share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone.
2: Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.